When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Game Mats. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And guys, we have an amazing guest today. Yeah. This time, they're being recorded. Yes. <laughs> so it's going to be even better than last time. The amazing, the funniest person that I know in life, my best friend of... 10 years now, Janie? I, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say your name. <laughs> 10 <laughs> years, a special guest? Some special guest, uh, something like that. And this is a person who has had their own podcast. They're an alum of Relatively Healthy, which is still available in back order on your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's, everywhere you get your uh, podcatchers. And uh, she also is a writer on Watch What Happens Live. Ever heard of it? Bravo's own. And, um, you know, Andy's right-hand gal. It's Janie Stoller. Oh, my God. You guys. I fucked up so bad. <laughs> Janie, we never told the, the, the podcast listeners that it was. We never yours. said who it was. Well, okay, was it me? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It was either you no or someone knows. else. You know who it was? I, oh, it was God. I it was, was like, God I, just messing it up. It was so sad. I couldn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Did you ever listen was, to it? No, because it's like, you know, your ex going out with a new girl. I was just like, oh, I, I'm glad they're having fun. Right. But like, I can't. I can't put myself through it. And I just felt so bad. So I'm so thrilled you invited me back. Um, I'm so honored. In case um, you guys didn't listen to our podcast two weeks ago, we had originally tried having Janie as our first special guest on yes. the 2 Game Mats podcast. And it ended up not where we recorded a whole hour and like 15 minute long podcast. <laughs> and it was so great. Like, and it was excellent, it was great. guys. It was so fun. And, and, and we tried saving it and it just, it did not work. So not we working. had to redo the podcast with just Matt Palmer. And I must say, uh, as far as an acting exercise goes, I think I come across cross as like very believable as someone reading these stories for the first time in that episode yes like so it was, was really good i was proud of that so for, on my acting i feel like i've really grown since my high school years i mean like rehearsals are excellent it's true it gives you a nice warm-up and, and gets you prepared and everything so, right. so thank you janie for being our warm-up for the podcast two weeks ago <laughs> but this oh, is gonna welcome. be even better because you're actually here yeah and yes, it's gonna be off the yes. cuff it's gonna be crazy janie i'm so glad to be here oh, we're thrilled and over the moon how was your week um, oh, you know, um, sounds great. You know, we hit the six month mark. Yes, today's That's the six a bit month distressing. mark. I can't believe um, that. I know. How was your weeks? Your weeks? <laughs> I mean, it was a smoky time in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did go to Ojai for Jackson's birthday. We went and we got a little Airbnb that's very cute. I should send it to both of you if ever you want to go and just have like a good two-person place. It like has mm. the most ornate bathroom you've ever seen and it's mm-hmm. lovely. Um, and so that was fun. Even with the smoky uh, sky of it all, we like biked around, saw the sights. We tried to go to on a hike, but there was a fire hazard so we couldn't go. But we still got to drive around the like windy mountain roads of all of that and walk it's just a very quaint town and very sweet and I it was lovely it was a lovely first visit I'm excited to visit it again once this whole COVID once, thing has once, wrapped up and once you can see the sky I mean who yeah. needs a sky <laughs> skies so are so 2019 were people wearing their masks in Ohio? yes like I, we saw a lot of nose outs <laughs> 
Okay. You know, it was well, like we're a nose half, out halfway look. there. Halfway so it was there. definitely better than uh, when I went to Balboa, which yes. it was just a no mask zone all the way through. Nose so, were out, noses were out, mouths were out. Yes, it was, it was all, all hanging out. out. It was all hanging out, just like Chris Evans, which we'll get into. But. Oh, <laughs> Matt Steele, mm-hmm. how was your week? My week was nice. I uh, well, I had the whole weekend here to myself, and yeah. I didn't really do much there. I just sat on the couch and I <laughs> I watched I watched uh uh. Lance, who's one of our listeners, uh, sent us a um, email. My heart asking if I my thoughts on the movie. Um, I'm thinking of ending things, which is the new Charlie Kaufman movie. Mm. And oh, I, I hadn't watch seen that. it yet. So, and it was interesting. Okay, Lance, thank you for <laughs> suggesting it. It had a lot. It was very strange, which I fully anticipated. But like, yeah, it, would, it's, would you call it good? You're not using the word good, which. I, I would say it's a thinker. It's a think piece. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna skip it. So are it was, you it was a, definitely um, worth an watching Eternal Sunshine fan? Oh, I adored Eternal Sunshine. Mm, okay. The spot was mine. I mean, like, age, you're like, yeah. yeah. That We're, one's actually not directed by Charlie Kaufman. That one's just written by Charlie Kaufman. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love Eternal Sunshine, and Charlie Kaufman's just such an excellent writer and has such a, you know, such a, a unique mind. So mm. it was definitely an interesting watch. I. Of course, did not understand ninety-seven percent of what was happening on the screen. I love that, but I, you know, I loved the Oklahoma references. I loved the spoiler alert, people. There's a, a giant dream ballet at the end, like which they have in Oklahoma. It's, okay, so I'm loving all that. Um, and then you, of course, when you read about like what the hell did I just watch? You read it and you're just like, ah, yes, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun, and I don't know. The rest of the week was fine. Yeah. Um, you know, figuring out all the problems that I had last week and everything. That's good. Trying, trying to work out those kinks. Uh, are they all worked out essentially? They're work. They are. Would they will. I'm sure this time <laughs> next year they will be worked. I love out. that we're all biting our tongues to not like be like the week was horrible. No, <laughs> nothing right? was good. Yeah, we can't be negative <laughs> no. Nancys when we have a special guest with us. It's true, and the us. most negative Nancy of all. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be more negative than I she is. I know we don't exactly. upstage Janie's yeah. negative thing. She's exactly. the Debbie Downer of all of us. But no, um, speaking of things we don't understand, I just finished watching this week's Real Housewives of Potomac, and mm. Janie. I cannot mm. believe I'm turning on Monique. I I was literally from the moment I read that Monique finally, you know, assaults Candace. I was kind of like, "You better work, <laughs> like get her. She's vile. She's been vile since she came onto the show." But like Monique's being crazy, right? Like, am I? Candace what happened? Didn't show up at the fire pit. What do you oh, want? My God, we talked about like Candace not showing up at the fire pit for 45 minutes, and it's like Monique. Let it go. No one cares. Like, uh, Michael Darby is cheating again. There needed to be a discussion. And Candace actually, as much as I hate her, brought it up very respectfully with Giselle, a real friend of Ashley's. It made sense for them to do that. And she just kept poking her head in and being like, what are you guys doing? You guys want to enjoy the fire now? And it's like, Monique, please, please just let me root for you. I want this to be a fun moment. And if I'm not rooting for you when this happens next week, does it, I mean... Again, if you don't want to answer because you you can't, but I know you possibly, because of the writing, need to see things a little bit earlier. (laughs) Does the fight happen next week or just the start of the fight and then it's like to be continued? Because that's what I'm guessing. I cannot say Okay, this season is excellent. Just stick it out. All right. I'm excited about it. am 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 I feeling on Monique going to evolve? Do you think? Um... 
I don't see. I don't litigate your feelings. Um, <laughs> that's sort of, you know, you can notice the emotions and you yes. can see how they come up and report back. Where are you say. with the ladies in your like? Not like what's happening, but like how are your feelings at this moment? I mean, I love them all. Uh, that's I the just thing. Really like this cast. I genuinely like the people on the cast. Which I feel like is not always your feeling on Housewives. I feel like there's always some people that you're like, I don't need you here. Well, there's always going to be ones where you're like, I get what you do for the show, and like maybe I don't always agree with you, yeah. but you're a strong personality, and like right. these women, I just want to hang out with. That's true. It's true. So, are you even cool with like? Robin, or do you find her boring? Yeah, Robin's I mean, cool. Robin is cool, and Juan is very attractive, and I just, I think I need more evolution in the whole, like, you know, we're getting engaged is apparently the finale, and they've been, like, almost getting engaged for five seasons, and it's like, I, Robin, you gotta give me a little more, but she piped up today and was speaking the voice of, sadly, me when she was like, Monique's being crazy right now, and I'm like, I hate to agree with boring Robin, but here I am. What have I, been your Monique highlights for you? Is it the bird? Oh, the bird. I mean, historically, I feel like Monique is generally fun and sweet and has a cool home life. I like her relationship with her husband. I like that she made up with her um, mother-in-law and all of this. I think she's gorgeous, which is unfair, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, Mount Homer. Just, I like them because they're hot. Not just because, but I just... I. I always was I never felt like she was as messy as like a Giselle and obviously Karen is messy but I love her in a way and I don't know I just feel like they've disliked Monique from the beginning if, ever since the moment that Monique sat there and said was asked like uh, she was like oh I'm looking for a home in Potomac and Giselle was like oh you don't have a home and Monique says I had I have four homes I've loved her ever since <laughs> like great retort that was her first episode I've just been on board and I hate jumping off the train with her but I feel like that might be where we're going I followed about as much of this story as I followed I'm thinking of ending <laughs> ending things um, but uh, I will say when you tweeted something crazy about Monique like about 10 minutes ago I read it and I was just like oh no what did my girl Monique do now that's the thing no no but I was thinking Monique like Monique the Oscar winner where is that <laughs> and I was like oh my god what did Monique do now and then I realized he was talking about housewives and I was like oh thank god my Monique is in the clear for today I haven't heard from her in a minute good point Janie where you know she? what she's working up that lawsuit oh right Wait, she's firing up she's suing Netflix yeah Oh, right. Remember? It's been a minute since that was in the news, but I think That's it's still right. happening. Yeah, she's still going for it. And it's oh, like, you wow, go, girl. Good. There was good. also a rumor okay. of her joining Housewives of Atlanta, but I don't think that ever Oh, interesting. Happened. Huh. Oh, oh, I would be a, I mean, an I avid know. viewer if that happened. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so, guys, should we jump into the news for idiots? Let's All right, do let's it. go. All right, Matt Steele, since we, I'm sorry we've bored you with this housewife talk up top, I wanted to give you the first story of the day. Mm, <laughs> and thank I'm you. seeing on the most reputable site of all time, TMZ, <laughs> that the Big Brother house guests are currently mocking their autistic house roommate or whatever, uh, Ian, mm-hmm. who is lovely Who's and a little prince. Incredible. Ian is just wonderful and darling and one of the most likable house guests. And ever. this is also happening in the same week that they're putting the only two black women in the house on the block, correct? Well, that happened last week. Okay. That was all... Last so this was... The girl had... Uh, who got kicked? Bailey got kicked Bailey off? got kicked off. And she got... This happened after she got kicked off? This... Um, it happened like... the. It started happening the end of last week. Uh, so... 
all of last week this was happening. Is it still it was, happening? Are they still making No, 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 oh. no. They, they've, because, okay, what was happening? So Ian, uh, when he was on Big Brother 14 in 2012, he was always like really like, kind of like the um, archetype nerdy guy on this show and everything. And he was always just like a little socially awkward. And then he came back this season and he was like, hey, since um, I was on, and he won Big Brother 14. And since he came back this season, he announced, he was like, well, after Big Brother 14, um, I was diagnosed as ha- being on the spectrum of, of mm-hmm. having autism and everything. And everyone was like, okay. Um, and so as the years have gone on, he has, uh, he always like rocked. That was his like thing. And mm. it's like how he comforted himself. And so, um, now that, you know, he has like a diagnosis and everything, I Uh-oh. think he realized uh, he, he's been just like rocking more. I think he realized like, no, it's okay to do this. This is my self soothing thing. So it's, it's, he's, he rocks often and everything. And so Memphis, who was on Big Brother 10, who's back, he's an, an older gentleman. Mm. He, uh, for some re- reason, he's like, he's just like the sour about everything. Isn't he <laughs> mad that Ian beat Dan? Like, well, yes, Mem- Memphis and Dan were like a pair got season it. 10. And so Memphis is just like, I got to get Ian out because I got to avenge Dan and everything. Cause Dan was also on Big Brother 14 and Ian beat him. And so Memphis was saying to the house guests, he was just like ranting to the other house guests, like, Oh, Ian, like he creeps me out. Like he, um, is always like him and his rocking back and forth. I feel like I'm going to wake up one night and he's going to be on the edge of my bed, like rocking back and forth. And I'm going to like, he's going to like scare me and I'm going to have to like punch him in the face and everything. What? And, and, and there were like a couple of house guests there and they were like, Oh my God, that's crazy. And everything not, you know, thinking like, Oh no, we are literally making fun of someone for it because of their, like right. autism and everything. Uh, so since then, I believe the diary room called them in and was just like, you can't be like laughing at these jokes. Like you can't be saying that. And they're all, they all realized like, Oh shoot. We literally just like made fun of someone for this reason and everything. So, so yeah, it, I mean, it's what, you know, what was said was terrible and horrible and everything. I understand that we are all human and we all have had moments where we have said something or laughed at something. And then, you know, later on been like oh was that mean (laughs) you know we we all have those moments and everything so the thing is what I'm thinking is they they were called out on it by the show and they realized you know what they did I'm a positive Memphis absolutely because Memphis has stopped you know talking about it so so it was very much a messy moment um but I have faith that the house guests learned their lesson like about this and everything but all of last week was a mess, to be honest, for various different reasons. Um, and it was a very entertaining week. Well, that's good but, at least. But it was just very messy. And there were weird feelings around the week that, you know, I won't get into because there's a lot. I heard so, that Nicole F's uh, sponsorships are going down and down, down. And people are like complaining to people who sponsor her Instagram posts and they've dropped her. Olay, I know, has dropped her. Yeah, I think she so. got a couple companies have dropped her and everything since her like laughing along to what Memphis right. was saying and everything. So. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's well, just definitely a, a messy moment. Not a great look. I I but they were called out on it. So okay. I have a question about that. It yeah. wasn't always so, right, that the producers would call you in and be like, hey, stop doing that? No. Yeah, the I mean, I'm sure there were, but we just didn't know about it. Mm. Like the American public didn't know about it. People have been the thing is people are like, oh, people are just getting worse and worse every year on Big Brother and it's like not really. Like people have done horrible things right. in the house every single year. It's just mm-hmm. that 
the more and more social media becomes prevalent in society and how news about Big Brother spreads, like these bad things that people say or do in the house that aren't a good look or the optics are bad, like it spreads so much quicker and mm. more people are aware. They of didn't stop Erin when she was being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and they let her go and go until she sat on that stage and Julie Chan and got booed. What an episode <laughs> of television. What? A, I mean, that. Mm. Oh, that girl. Oh, rough. But I mean, the thing is, season 15 was is known as like the season where a bunch of people made racist jokes and everything. But the thing is, like they were making racist jokes years before on every season mm-hmm. like very off color things are being said um it's just that season 15 was like 2013 which is where things could spread easily on twitter and everything mm. and people could really latch on to it and yeah. and it can really make national headlines like so, that whereas before it wasn't so much the case so, so like bb15 shouldn't be like oh you're the racist season because all the seasons are racist <laughs> bb15 was the season where the um the problematic things that were done in the house had made such big headlines that the actual show had to finally address it. Mm. Whereas before they really, CBS would never include it in the edits. Mm. They would edit around it. Like there were, there was one, um, season 11, uh, one of the got the first guy evicted, uh, Braden, he called Kevin, who's on the show now, a derogatory term for uh, a Mexican. Mm. And, uh, and Kevin isn't Mexican. He's um, black and Japanese, I believe. And so, but still, Braden called him this, and they edited that out, but still showed Kevin like blowing up on Braden, being like, you know, wow. fuck you, how dare you, and everything. So it, it's really weird to watch the episode, and you're just like, what happened? Why did Kevin just like freak out about this? You know, I mean, Braden's a jerk, but like, man, he really mm. like push Kevin's buttons or whatever. And so no one knew really what happened. And so then on the live show, Shima, who's a legend, (laughs) she was kicked off the show for throwing a microphone pack in the pool. Oh, you told me about her. (laughs) And so she uh, was nominated for eviction that first week next to Braden. And she called him out on it on the live show. Good. He deserved that on the live show that this was said. And it was just like, this is incredible. (laughs) So yeah, the show has always had problematic people, problematic moments, like problematic moments, even from good people that you're just like, ah, no, because we all have those moments. It's important to call people out, call it for what it is. And, and, you know, hopefully people learn and grow. Well, (laughs) I hope that as well. I hope they stop casting people that are horrible (laughs) or people start being better. Cause you know, maybe I'll go down the, the, Vanderpump Rules Stassi route and just everyone, all of them will just get fired and they'll have to fire new find new people and new talent that's actually you know not horrible and problematic so if they can go on the show and pretend to be nice for uh, Instagram followers they can go on the show and like not be racist or make fun of an autistic person like yeah. can they not do that yeah ba- so, like bare minimum guy. it's really bare minimum so um, speaking of another reality show that is plagued by racism The Bachelor <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> um, so if anyone has watched Colton's season, he was the virgin bachelor. And he like ended up with Cassie kind of against her wishes. She left the show. He chased after her. And they just broke up, I guess, back in April. And apparently over the weekend, uh, Cassie has um, requested a restraining order against Colton. And I, it's from the document, it says that he uh, has been stalking and harassing her with unsettling text messages. He went as far as planting a tracking device taped at the bottom of the back bumper of her car to keep track of where she was. Uh, he was outside of her apartment at 2 a.m. Um, and 
basically sent her text messages claiming that she was hanging out with an old boyfriend and she wasn't. And he admitted eventually that it was him sending these weird text messages from an anonymous number. And it's just like, how did we get here? Like, what? It's crazy because his whole thing on the show was this like, I'm an innocent virgin vibe. But then in retrospect, when I read this, I was shocked. And then I thought about this was the season with the infamous hopping the fence. Yes. He in the last few episodes showed some really chaotic behavior. Absolutely. But it was like he had no respect for her boundaries. That's the thing. I feel like so many people watched that season and was like, oh, he's so romantic. He's chasing after her after she has definitely told him no and left the show because she did not want to be with him. But she, he chased her down and got her. And I was always like, that's a weird Star Trek relationship. Like, if someone says no, I would stop pursuing them. Now I feel like that's kind. I mean, there's nothing less attractive than needing to convince someone and, like, physically find them to say, you must date me. <laughs> it's, it is interesting so there was a study done at some point. I think like Dr. Drew did it. So who knows? But Kay. it was right. <laughs> Whether like what do reality stars have in common? Mm. And it was a certain level of narcissism. You know, there are certain traits and psychological maybe predispositions. I don't want to diagnose anyone. But <laughs> I feel like to go on The Bachelor already, like people are. I'll stop. I won't say what I was going to say. <laughs> I completely agree with you and yeah. the things that you're not saying. But yep. it's like, I feel like Colton especially is just, uh, the way that that whole like, oh, I'm going after this girl thing happened always gave me the creeps. It honestly was surprising that they lasted as long as they did, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. But I don't know. It's just like, can't you let this go? And also like, just as a person who has been broken up with, who didn't want to be, like, have you no pride, Colton? Mm-hmm. Can you not just be like, oh, she doesn't want me. I'm going to walk away now. Like, time to move on with my life. I, If I'm sad about it, I will be sad alone. <laughs> I will not. Go on Dancing with the Stars. Exactly. <laughs> he has the COVID antibodies. He can, like, you know. <laughs> he can assume, do so much. <laughs> you know, he can do more than we can. Yeah, I so. know, exactly. I mean, I feel like if you go on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, there are high chances that maybe you have a slightly archaic view of, mm. um, you know, romance and everything. And I feel like it, it's very detrimental to have that sort of old fashioned to teach boys that sort of old fashioned yes. sentiment of girls like it when you really pursue them. <laughs> oh, girls like it when you just bombard them with flowers and notes and candy and just... and jewelry. I mean, like Don't I would take no for love an that, but, you know, but, <laughs> but no, actually, I wouldn't. But you know, I. So I feel like a lot of men who were taught this and then, you know, go overboard with all of this and then they are like, wait, but I'm doing everything right. I deserve the girl of my dreams because I'm doing everything right with her. I'm doing what I was told to do. Those are the nice guys. Those are the people that think they just deserve it. And it's like Colton, the only reason Colton's not an incel is because he's hot. You know, like if he were unattractive, (laughs) he would be just the same as all these other people. like, oh, all women hate guys like me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm nothing but a prince. Ugh, you're no prince, sir. (laughs) I'm Um, a gentleman. Did we ever find out why he was a virgin? No, I think he may be used to have been religious or he he said that he wanted to focus uh, on his football. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. feel like there are sure, sure, sure. I feel like one day there'll be a tell-all book from either him or Cassie which will which I won't buy, but I'll read the like 
press about it. Oh, and someone else will read it and tell me. Absolutely. Sure. We'll yeah. figure out what's happening there, That's but up. there's well, something askew. Well, I mean, I fully support pursuing, you know, your actual like hobbies and dreams before pursuing just like sex. So I, I if he really was focused on his football. <laughs> oh, Matt. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> I feel See, like. You- the, yeah, he understands sports better than we do. I, he understands that you can't play football and have sex. It's, That's it's, true. That is the truth. I've, I've yeah. learned anything about football players. They're all celibate. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can't All the like. Good ones. I mean, yeah. I've never had sex with a woman, but like, you mm. how can you like catch while you are pleasing your? Oh yes, it would lady. be. It would be at the same time. You're right. It would yeah. just get literally at the same time. You can't yeah. run. scheduling rise. You just couldn't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> could not work it out. And it's it, like imagine like having to hire someone to sing the national anthem every time you want to have sex with a woman. I it's know. Just, so our understanding of football is catching and the national. <laughs> yeah, I got a great it. Great woman that sing the high notes. Sometimes Beyonce does it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, um, another reality show discussion about a show that, you know, even as three people who watch a lot of reality shows, I'm pretty sure none of us have watched the show. No. Keeping up with the Kardashians is... Never once. <laughs> Not nope. once. And I hate it for some reason. Like I'm just <laughs> like, too. I have seen just enough to know I find you all boring. <laughs> Except maybe Chloe, she's kind of funny sometimes. Which one is she? She's Don't know. They're all the same. That one, <laughs> the blonde the, one in this picture. I'm literally she's looking taller. at six she's of the taller. same faces. She she used to have a more unique look, but I feel like they've oh they all have the same have face look. now. Yes, it's all been streamlined. Um, but it uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, the looks definitely been streamlined. We know our brand, guys. It has. Uh, so Kim Kardashian West announced via Instagram on Tuesday that her family's long-running E reality series will come to an end next year with season twenty. It's with a heavy heart that we say goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians. After what will be 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, and several spinoff shows, we've decided as a family to end this very special journey. Blah, blah, blah. Um, All right. Janie, again, you're behind the scenes. You are basically a Bravo exec. Uh, It got canceled, right? This isn't their choice. I mean, this is E. I didn't know (laughs) it was still on. (laughs) Okay. I don't get why it was still on. I mean, I hear the ratings had been going down. They must have been because every weren't people tuning in to get the Kanye vibe. Like, I don't think he's on the show. I think he's does some pop ins, like when he's trying to promote his church or whatever. Oh Um, God! But I don't think he's a true cast member. And I think Courtney had already quit. I don't know. It just. I mean, how many seasons was it? A billion? It's going to be 20. They have a season that's going to start up in September and then a final season that's going to air next year. So we're not done with it. I have never seen the show, neither of you. So, like, let's guess what the plots could have been. Because in my mind, it's (laughs) them sitting on a couch eating a salad. Yeah, it's a lot of salad shaking. I've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) I also have Mm. seen the clip and have laughed at the clip, I will say, of... Kim being sad in some water because she lost an earring and Courtney yes. saying, you know, there are people dying, Kim. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's that's iconic. The show gave us that. It did like, give if us anything, that. they gave us in that. In 20 years, we have that one moment. <laughs> um... Oh, I did. I think I, I watched one when I was at a wedding when I didn't know people. And it was when Chloe found out that uh, I, the husband that she's not with Lamar had cheated Odom? on her. Had she, had, yes, had kissed... Uh, not Lamar Odom. The latest one, who she has a child oh, with, I don't and know. had kissed Jordan Woods. 
Okay. I, Matt Palmer, you watched the, an episode I at did. a wedding. I, well, the, the wedding was happening and the, my date was in the wedding party. And so I was just like hanging out in the room. And I was like, well, nothing oh, else on. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't like at the wedding looking at okay. my phone. I was about to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying. I can't imagine what. The, I mean, I guess the whole Caitlyn Jenner ha- thing happened during mm-hmm. this time. So I assume mm-hmm. that was discussed. Maybe the Kanye, Chris uh, Humphreys marrying Kim Kardashian probably came up. Mm-hmm. I just feel like as much as this feels like a win for people like us who are not Kardashian heads, they're going to be somewhere else, right? Like they're going to have like a oh, Netflix yeah. thing. They're going to have think, a Hulu thing. I think they'll be able to pay their bills, yes. I just, I don't think we're rid of them. And I mean, not to say that we, they, we should be rid of them. Some people really love them and that's great. But I feel like, I don't know. When she gets this mixed... Mixed up in like politics and like Kanye and the Trump of it all. It feels like this is a bridge too far. Like this is now wrong. Do you think that that is what brought on the cancellation? No, I'm sure it was just ratings. And like I'm sure they're all making so much money from the show that it no longer made sense to pay them all that money while the ratings are going down. Okay. I thought of the show as a small part at this point of their empire. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not even, it probably doesn't even factor when they're they're raking in that dough. They're influencers first. Yeah. They're doing so much now. They're just like, oh yeah, it it started with a show. I guess we got to keep up with this show. You know, you got to keep up. And and so they're probably just like, oh, we don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) We're each doing like our own things and everything. So, well, Goodbye. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was never like, oh, what are, it's ridiculous that the Kardashians are no. famous. Like, I was never like anti-Kardashian. I wasn't know, truly until the whole Trump thing. Yeah, of uh, course. That's, what, that's, that's when, when I started like, being like, you know oh, what? no. I'm no, out. No, no, no. Yeah. This is actually bad. Until then, it was like harmless and I don't care. Of course. But this is, yeah, that's bad. So, all right. D- I love to bring up Danity Kane, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> Danny Kane, Danity Kane starlet, Aubrey O'Day, has been seen out and about in Palm Springs, and I think in L.A., and it's, you know, apparently she looks different, and quote-unquote, according to the articles, unrecognizable, uh, versus what she generally puts up on her Instagram feed. She then had an Instagram post denying that the pictures were her, but then more pictures came out, that were her that looked exactly the same as the other pictures and it's just like what's going on like i'm so lost they're definitely her they are they are and it's like it's hard because part of me there's probably a serious take like the way in retrospect we look back at some of the pop stars we made fun of we're like oh there was something we should have been more empathetic towards so maybe one thing is she could have like you know, some kind of dysmorphia, something's going on yeah. where she really is hell bent on. That's not what I look like. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but it is interesting. These like denials are creating the monster because she just keeps saying no. And they're just taking more pictures. I know. I know. So it, it's just like, you can't win. It does feel like if she were to let it go, that this wouldn't, we would not be seeing paparazzi pictures of her. Not to, you know, exactly. not that we shouldn't because Danny Kane is everything and they should be on every tabloid all the time. But, it's not 2006. They're not at the peak of their power. But you know she was with one of the Trump sons? Yes, she wrote a song, a solo song about it. It was called Dayton. Here's what's crazy. DJT. She was with Polly D as well. Wow. Wait, so what? then I think about Polly D and I think about like the Trumps and I'm like they've shared sex partners. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. And Aubrey O'Day you know? thought of Donald Trump Jr. as the one that got away, I think. Oh. I know. I know. That, there's definitely much more 
problematic things about Aubrey O'Day than these pictures, which are just like, well, you should just say they're you and maybe don't filter your Instagram pictures as much, but like, ugh, Donald Trump Jr.? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, God. That's what you should really be denying. Honestly. That is, yeah, right, not, no. not your own existence. <laughs> just the facts that you dated. A- right. And that you like found him attractive? Like maybe she has, I mean, it could be, mm. I don't know. Maybe she has mm. eye issues and was seeing a different it's, person. It's, a, instead it's of an looking eye at, issue. It's, it's, eye it's issue. the cataracts. She, it's cataracts. It's cataracts. She's got to get to an eye doctor. You because know, most people are affected by cataracts at some point in their lives. Usually it's so like true. post 60. But, <laughs> um, but you know what? She had to grow up too fast in front of those making the band cameras. And if she Let's has cataracts. Let's pivot this pod. Let's have every story end with some kind of PSA about how <laughs> If she has cataracts, then maybe she's looking at these pictures and she really doesn't think that they're her. Maybe she's not. like, oh, this isn't me because she can't fully see the right. pictures. Like, I wasn't Aww. wearing that that day. Oh, how do we get her cataract surgery? What can we do for that? I'll think, start a GoFundMe. Yes, I think that's the way to start. Okay. Well, I just, I want more Danny Kane, but I also want Andrea back in the group before we get it, but that's neither here nor there. I just needed to, to mention. Um... Does anyone want to talk about this Mulan controversy? I'm confused by it. I <sighs> I never, I, I did not hear well, about it. Well, I read it. about it. I read about it. It's confusing and it's weird and it's sad. Apparently parts of the movie were filmed in, um, I, I just listened to How to Say the City and I've already forgotten. I'm sorry. I think it's like Sh- Xinjiang. Oh. Xinjiang, I believe I so. And so they they like thanked the government uh, in the credits of the movie, but apparently... Um, basically, Xinjiang has concentration camps for uh, Uyghur Muslims, and so now there's another controversy on this release, and Wait, it's it, like it has them? currently. Oh, I know, which is like so insanely fucked up. But apparently, like, and then the CFO of Disney's like, well, most of it was shot in New Zealand. <laughs> Don't worry, and it's like that's it's the interesting. I mean, it's like this is such a complicated matter from, right. from like a business perspective too because Disney is one of those companies and so many you know film TV companies make so much money in China and yes. the politics involved when you start working there it's just so complicated and so I was surprised in this instance I think the response I read from Disney was a bit of a like oops I, it, was it really was like, an oopsie daisy and I was like Ugh. which doesn't normally come from a company that big yeah. Yeah. Mm, and it's like, yeah. oh, this did actually cause a lot of problems for us. And then it was kind of let's talk around the issue. But I don't know. I feel like for a movie that was fine. <laughs> There's been a lot of controversy about yeah, right? it. And it's like for two hundred million dollars to make a movie that has hashtag boycott Mulan like everywhere now. Like maybe this was not worth it. Maybe we should right. have like shelved this whole thing. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I know. Oh, and, you know, who's probably saying that to herself right now. Denise Richards. <laughs> uh, she has announced that she is leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, unsurprisingly. Like, I... Uh, I mean, Janie, again, this is your world. This is your... You're the head of Bravo, as we mentioned. Obviously. Did you see this coming? Did you hear, hear some hubbubs on the Zooms? Like, how did you feel when you read this news? I feel excited for her and her next chapter. I hope it's a beautiful one. I loved her time on the show. Oh, she I was excellent. I loved her time on the show. She was I thought excellent. she was such a great housewife. Yes. Um, enjoyed every second of her. But if she's not having fun, you know, we love you. L- right. Live your life in joy, you know? I just wonder, and you don't have to comment on this because, again, you're employed, but I just wonder what they do to fix the show. Because now it's become a thing where, okay, 
most of the women the audience generally doesn't like, like Kyle and Lisa Renna and Erica Jane. Like, I feel like the audience is kind of turned on the core of the group outside of Dorit, surprisingly, who is who used to be so annoying. But now I'm like, I think I like you. Um, but you can't have that whole mindset against like if Garcelle stays on and they know that the audience likes her and they don't like any of them. Like if they're all coming for her, because this whole issue about Brandy and Denise as fun as it was initially they've really beaten it into the ground and it's like I still can't understand why this upsets you so much or like why we're really digging in on this and I just I don't know I feel like if I were in Janie's position as the head of Bravo I would fire half the cast like I feel like we got to do a clean house season five of New York and just like Get rid of Rena. Get rid of Erica. She's not doing anything besides showing up to dinner parties, wearing a funeral dress. And it's like, I don't need that. And like, maybe get rid of Kyle. Because like, what are we getting from Kyle except for Mauricio high on the beach sometimes? Which is fun. But like everything else, I do, I'm done with her Elvira hair. I'm done with her pretending like her Halloween reshoot was nine weeks and insane when it's probably a cameo. I just, I'm just sick of most of these women. So I'm going to say it. <laughs> Okay. And so just to be clear, what's happening is Denise and Brandy had sex. Brandy is saying we did. Denise is saying that they didn't. Yeah. Okay. And so. Den- and a reminder, Brandy's not on the show. Brandy's mm-hmm. a featured cast member, like a friend of, wasn't at the reunion, but that's all we talked about at the reunion was like, Brandy and Denise, and Denise is lying, and she's trying to make us look bad, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know. I think the show just needs an overhaul. I do. Tell you where I loved Brandy, Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, she was excellent. she was great. She was on good. Celebrity she was great. Big she was good. She was yeah. good. And honestly, she's been on good on Beverly Hills before. So and, and like really level headed on Celebrity Big Brother. Like mm-hmm. how how far did she get? Oh, she oh god, like she came in. I don't know. There were like twelve contestants or like ten and she or like eleven and she came in probably like sixth mm. or maybe seventh. Wow. She got out the first half of the double eviction, I remember. Got it. Yeah. And but she was like really down to earth and like likable and like mm. just like just cr- like goofy enough. Right. Where you were just like, oh of course she's a celebrity on Real Housewives. Like she's really entertaining. <laughs> right. Um and really willing to go there and everything. But you weren't like, oh she's a crazy person yeah. ever. Um so that's not how she comes across on Beverly Hills. I mean, um, well, Beverly Hills, they might like edit it to be like, let's make her look really crazy. She can't, you can't edit her throwing wine at someone for no reason. <laughs> There's literally no way to edit that. Okay, well. Which truly, it was like a, her jump the sharp moment. But um, yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with the show. I, Andy said, and I don't know if this is true because he has to make some statements, but he said like, oh, we just couldn't come to an agreement and it's too bad. We did want her back. So it seems like you know, this is a Bethany of like, she actually is leaving on her own accord and not like, oh, she was fired and gets to say she's leaving, which I feel like most of the housewives do. Um, and just one more housewife story for all of us. Um, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer came out and it is excellent. It is so much yes. fun. You definitely should watch it. It's di- very different than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I hate to do this because I, I just listened to Bitch Sesh, they do it too, but I really can't not read this paragraph about uh, cast member named Mary Cosby. Her um, bio on the Bravo TV website is with a penchant for God, couture, and only the finest champagne, Mary Cosby is a Pentecostal first lady who inherited her family's empire of churches, restaurants, and more. The caveat in her taking over the family business was that she marry her late grandmother's second husband, Robert Cosby Sr. Let me say that again. <laughs> the caveat for her taking over the family business was that she marry her late grandmother's second husband. 
iconic. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? Uh, okay. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. They're not blood related. What was the caveat? Like, what was this? Like her grandmother's uh, demand? Was, was I, it his demand? I, it was her family's. I don't know. Maybe. I oh mean, my god! Imagine being in a family where there's like <laughs> demand. I know exactly. <laughs> I oh can't, wow. I can't wow! I know. I, and, and was her late grandfather like younger than? Her I'm hearing the late grand the her late. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm hearing the grandmother was not younger, but the grandmother's second husband was That's like 20 I, years younger than, than the, grandmother. the grandmother. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for grandmother. True. <laughs> like, true. And but it's like. Did Mary ever call this man grandpa? It honestly, and I hate to make it dark, kind of reminds me of Woody Allen. <laughs> like where you're not exactly related, mm-hmm. but it's just weird. It's mm-hmm. just weird. It's inappropriate. It is. To quote Rennie from Big Brother 10, it's inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, am I thrilled to watch her on screen? Absolutely. <laughs> am I going to be tuned in? Is she already my favorite? Yes. Because she's really bringing us something we've never seen before. As a Housewives aficionado, I feel like it's always news when you're seeing something you've never seen before. And I've never seen this. I've never seen it. Mm. Have you? Do you know anything else about the show besides the trailer, Janie? No, I'm so excited. I can't wait. November 11th, I think it's coming out. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, lastly, some non-Housewives news. Uh, Queen Olivia Wilde, um, director of Booksmart, if we don't uh, remember that, has um, cast Harry Styles alongside Florence Pugh and Chris Pine in a movie. Um, And Styles is replacing Shia LaBeouf. It's Don't Worry, Darling, psychological thriller. How do we feel about this? When a singer acts, like, what happens there? How does that work? I just go to set and they're like, I can act now. I mean, I guess. I mean, I think you just are so um, captivating on screen that people are like, yeah, just learn some lines, say some words, go to an acting post. You know how to entertain people. You know how to look good on camera. Um, and honestly, like, you know, act, acting for the screen is 95% just looking good on camera. Like, <laughs> like looking like you know That's what you're doing on camera. Mm. Um, so you feel like an, like if he were to try theater, you might be like, no. Theater is a little uh, more, hmm, how do I describe it? You real. A, <laughs> no, you just, you need a little more experience to like really be like a really polished theater performer. Mm. Right. Um, whereas like screen acting, like you can really get someone with no experience and they just kind of like are able to be somewhat natural mm. and like if you get a good director with good editing and everything, you can really like make it work and everything. Um, uh, but I mean like Harry Styles is I mean I've only ever seen him act in Dunkirk And he was good in Dunkirk Yeah right? I, did, I he didn't take me out of it I feel like again with screen actors and for someone who's not an actor It takes a lot for me to be like oh that performance is bad But I didn't feel that way about Harry <laughs> I uh, am an actor and I'm very much just like guys Acting easy <laughs> like, I'm smoking my like bitter like not bitter But like my uh, um uh, cynical cynical cigarette <laughs> and being like guys it's well, just acting but how do you feel when you see a Misha Barton go on screen and do whatever she does <laughs> like, I've never mm-hmm. seen me, a grown up Misha Barton act. I've only ever seen Misha Barton in The Sixth Sense oh you've got to so watch I've the never OC. seen The OC she's awful <laughs> just awful <laughs> I, but yeah I'm always like I'm always like I always tell people that acting I feel like is the easiest art form besides DJing <laughs> like <laughs> 
<laughs> like, and so wow. whenever like someone can't act, I'm always just like, really? <laughs> like, it's well, not that hard. Okay. But I've also We're, done it my entire life. So I guess if you haven't done it your entire life, it I'm, may I'm like. I'm sure it's a bit harder. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, when you, you go to like confidence. a Daft Punk show, how do you know they're not just playing the like pre-recorded sounds? I think about that all the time. And how do you know it's them? Because <laughs> it's like they have those <laughs> right. big things on their head. You could be anyone. Yeah. Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. They literally just got their like neighbors, kids to like be like, hey, you want to <laughs> fill in for me as they're like collecting the paycheck, which is good for them. Good for them. What a world. Yeah. Um, um, I'm very excited about this movie because I love Florence Pugh. Like, put okay. her in anything and I'm down. She's my Julie Jordan for the Carousel movie, if she can do some soprano. Um, Does she sing? Uh, I know she can sing. She has a lovely voice, oh, actually. Wow. Like, a really good voice. Um, but uh, the, every singing I've seen her do was has not been soprano. Mm. <laughs> um, I've heard her sing Broadway stuff, and she has a, a nice little belt. Okay. Uh, so, uh but Julie doesn't have to build. But we'll see. Okay. First, let's get the money to make Carousel happen. Okay. <laughs> you look like you're talking to me. I'm like, I can't do well, that. Well, look, if we're starting GoFundMes for uh, who? The car- Aubrey O'Day. Aubrey O'Day. Then we might as well start a GoFundMe for this Carousel. That a I lot of GoFundMes after this episode. I mean, it's how people make their living. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's I think it's the bigger biggest insurer in the U.S. or yeah. something, which is like, oof. That's horrifying. Tra- I know what a trash bin we live in. This is but. America, guys. It's 2020. Open oh, up those GoFundMe. Speaking of America, I forgot to talk about Chris Evans' dick. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. God bless America, guys. So I didn't look at it. So one of really? you guys, I didn't. You didn't? I, I don't look at dick pics or like nudes in general. Oh, because um, it's like immoral. No, I just think it's weird. I just, I just like don't care. Also, oh, interesting. <laughs> Not, this is. I love learning fun facts about people, and this yeah. is like the most fun fact. I don't I've think ever I've heard. ever looked at a celebrity nude just because I'm like. I, I, I don't know. I just I just think it's weird. It's not like I think it's gross or like it's a moral high ground thing. It's just like I I also don't care. Well, don't you you wouldn't want someone doing that to you. So you you know. All right. I, so I what's it like, like, Matt Steele? Well, it was very dark in that room. <laughs> I am very surprised. I am very surprised that Chris Evans, an actor, has not yet invested in a ring light. That's true. To take his dick pics. If I were to send a dick pic, I would. You know, I would be whipping out that two gay Matt's lighting that we had in the closet, <laughs> oh, and it will God. be looking, like beautifully lit. I'm gonna be worried every time I don't find that lighting. Whenever <laughs> it's on the closet. <laughs> I just think it's so interesting how it's so interesting how it, like leaked. Like he was it's also a screenshot of his camera roll. Yeah, right. he he was screenshotting his. Ca- I think he was. It's a video. I think wasn't it? So there's a bunch of weird yeah. pictures. He was, that you can he see. was showing people his camera roll, and one of the little pictures just happened to be a random dick pic. So it's not. No one knows if it's officially his or if it's just a penis. That Who else's has. dick would be on his okay, phone? My friend said. You know, the theory him. is it's his brother's. <laughs> no. Like, no, wait. <laughs> no. Where is this theory from? Like, why would that make it? Better, different. This, this, what are we talking about? This is about? a gay male friend. Yes. Listen. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Chris, Chris Evans. I, I feel like a straight guy would sooner have his, or any guy would sooner have like a buddy's random dick pic saved on their phone than their brother's right. dick pic saved on their phone. Like, come on. So I mean, I, like that's unfortunate that that happened. Um, luckily, the picture is quite blurry and right. you cannot see much. So. And everyone seems to be happy with it. I feel like all the memes I'm seeing about it are like, oh. His dick is big or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, great. I, I love that his brother posted on Twitter uh, this morning. Like, I was off social media for uh, all day yesterday. Did I miss anything? That was funny. Uh-huh. That was funny. Um, I mean, okay. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, oopsie daisies happen. Right. 
we're all human. Right. Um, and, you know, <laughs> if it is big, you know, good for Jenny Slate because they were enjoying each other for a minute there. And then some of the camera roll pics, there's like three pictures of himself that are like from a studio shoot. Hmm. It's an interesting mix. You kind of I wonder if you could tell a lot about a person from maybe what the most recent photos are in the camera roll. Oh, it, gosh. It's a disturbing mix, I got to say. I mean, there was that one guy I, I went on a couple dates with who um, I went over his house and he opened up his laptop and just immediately he was on his photos. Like, you know, your photo albums oh, like, no. saved on the computer. And no. when I tell you, it was nothing but dicks. No. And not even like good dick pics. Like dick pics that looked like Chris like, Evans lighting. Like Chris Evans lighting, but also they looked like more like like medical. Like it, they weren't pretty penises at all. Like they weren't even like porn star penises. Like they were they were just bad dick pics. But and he just had them up. And he was just like, oh sorry, I was like looking at these like before you right. And I was like <laughs> and I was like, oh you, you just had them out and you just you save so many of them even if they're not good like oh this was the one that was lying about his age yes yeah. he also lied about his age He's uh, a, he had a lot going on a real yeah. charmer i yeah. know it's crazy you didn't end up together you know right? he it. was the one that got like like donald trump jr for <laughs> all real day he was the one that got away the one that got away have you guys ever accidentally posted something that's you know you're like oh uh, oh and take it down I don't definitely not a like a dick thing. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, not like a picture or anything. I mean, something like I don't know if I like tweeted and I'm just like, oh, that joke was lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't, I'm gonna like get rid of this or like. Yeah. Um, I've definitely like scrolled through my old t- tweets and been like, was that tweet mean? <laughs> Everyone must do that. This. I wish Twitter would just go and auto delete like after a year. Right. Right, because it's like, I don't need people to know what I was thinking about three years ago. Who knows what it right. was? I know. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're young and you're not thinking, you just tweet right. you know, stuff, as as we've seen people do. I know. But <laughs> but again, out, for everyone listening, if ever you get cast on a reality show, delete all of your tweets. All of them. Delete. Every single one. Because it's yes. going to come up if you're on The Bachelor, if you're on Vanderpump Rules, whatever it is, just delete them. It still mm-hmm. blows my mind that people are getting in trouble for like tweets from 2009 and I'm just like and they're famous and I'm just like if you are famous just like go through every single t- I don't care if you have thousands right. you go through like or just honestly delete them all who cares yes what you delete do. your entire Twitter account it's, and yeah. it's like it's it's on them but then it's also on the casting people like part of me wonders like when this happens on The Bachelor every season do they know are they just trying to stir up drama for things to be on TMZ about or are they just that inept I don't understand very inept. <laughs> <laughs> all right, valid point. Well, well, I mean, you know, we're all we're all human, guys. We are all human. <laughs> we That's all a good point. Make mistakes. Janie, are you still there? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Okay, just making <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, I have no more news for idiots. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we take a quick break? Meh. Meh. No. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more questions uh, and more two game mats. <laughs> Okay, well, this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where you guys send us some questions and emails and we answer them. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelled T-W-O. Uh, so we got a couple questions this week. Um, we already, I, well, I already answered a question from Lance. 
um, about I'm thinking of ending things. So this question is from Edder. And Edder's subject line is the biggest sin of this podcast. But the cycle ends here. Man, aggressive. Edder's got a lot of feelings. He does. Hi, Matt. Hope you guys are doing well. I can't believe that you have never discussed one of the most influential singers of our time. I'm talking about one of the one third of the so-called vocal trinity, the queen of quirkiness, Celine Dion. <laughs> I like that title for her. Not even to make fun of her? I think Palmer has mentioned it's all coming back to me now a couple times, but do you have any opinions about her? Since she doesn't write her songs, her discography is quite all over the place. I would say <laughs> she's at her best when singing in French. I might have taken a French lesson because of her. Wow, But I consider lovely. her best English albums The Color of My Love and Falling Into You. Sure, her music is schmaltzy, but she was delivering vocal greatness in the 90s, and we can't deny that along with Mariah and Whitney. She has inspired so many singers. Like you often say, we should give our queens flowers whilst they're among us, and she's still making music, being a fashion icon and giving us quirking in it. quirkiness. Take care, <laughs> and thanks for keeping us gay during these unusual times. <laughs> if it weren't for us, you'd all be straight by now. <laughs> yeah, I know, Everyone right? knows. I love Celine Dion. I don't, I honestly don't know much of Celine Dion's music, but I love, I just love her overall attitude about life. Like, she's so much fun, and yeah. I, I love how she could so easily be such a diva and, like, insulting others, but she's always very positive right. about other singers, especially um stuff like when they're like, oh, Mariah's lip-syncing and, and, like, you know, really tearing other divas down and everything. And Celine Dion, who you think would be like, I never lip sync or whatever, but she's just like, guys, they're doesn't matter if they're singing live or not. If they're putting on a great show, they're putting on a great show. So just enjoy the damn show in front of you. So it's like, that's a great way to think, Celine. Um, And obviously she's incredibly talented. Um, I remember my roommate, um, Jacob, in college was obsessed with Celine Dion. Mm. And he was always watching like the video of like some tour that she did. And just like she was like he was just like the behind the scenes are just insane. She would have one outfit for like the mic check, change her outfit completely, have another <laughs> outfit for her vocal warm up and like have like that. She was just so extra about everything. So I'm all for Celine. I, I have only positive feelings about. Well, mostly positive feelings about <laughs> Celine. She has a lot of great music, a lot of stuff I've loved. It's all coming back to me now. I'm sure I have mentioned because it's great and it's 30 minutes and I love every second. I love Because You Loved Me. That's a great song. I love her version of All By Myself. That's obviously a classic. There are several songs later in her discography that I really like. I really love the song I Surrender. It was on A New Day That Has Come, her 2001 album. And I remember Kelly Clarkson singing that song on her season of American Idol. And I think she had some sort of like laryngitis that week or like vocal issues that week but she still sounded amazing but Celine's version that original song is unbelievable she I don't know that much of her music especially next to like a Whitney or a Mariah of course but everything I've heard I do like I definitely have songs of hers I have picked out I feel like Celine can be a lot <laughs> like I feel like if you watch that uh, Divas live at the very end when they're all singing you make me feel like a natural woman and it's Aretha Franklin it's all dedicated to Aretha that whole thing and uh, Celine just like goes up and like battle runs with her <laughs> and it's insane and Mariah has like said without saying her name but of course talking about Celine being like if you look at me there I'm in the back with the background singers because that's where I should be like that should be Aretha's moment you don't try to go riff it on out with, <laughs> with Aretha mm-hmm. no no and it's like I love that <laughs> <laughs> I also love about Celine Dion I, I find I whenever she's you know performing I'm always like oh yeah it's Celine Dion it's Celine Dion but I feel like I don't realize how 
hilarious she is until I see someone do an impression of her, mm. and I'm like, oh, she I know. is. She does so do like that. Like, it's so funny. It is great. And honestly, she has been dealt a hard hand recently with mm-hmm. the death of her husband and the fact that she has reinvented herself as like you know this fashion icon doing just all these looks videos and still seems so upbeat and positive, like you were mentioning. That's really amazing. So I feel like that is definitely something to take your hat off to for Celine and your backwards suit jacket off for Celine. So, uh, Janie, do you have any Celine memories you'd like to share with people? Love, with her? love, love her. I just, you know, she's one of those people who she takes her music seriously and her voice seriously and the rest she doesn't take seriously yes. at all. She's so funny. I love her. I just, she's great. She's great. Huge okay. fan. All right. We're, we're into Celine. Thumbs up from the three of us. Yes. Celine is great. Pro Celine. Uh, so the next question comes to us from Taylor. Taylor says, Hey Matt, hope all is well with both of you. I love your music reviews on YouTube and now your podcast gives me something to listen to weekly while I travel. Also, I finally just watched Devo's because I kept hearing Matt Steele kept having oh. issues with his website. <laughs> oh, that's why? <laughs> oh no, did Taylor Iconic. like go to the website to buy it? If so, I'm so sorry. It looked the way it did, Taylor. It usually looked so much Janie better. didn't notice. I know. Okay. I was like, it looks great. <laughs> um, it's not perfect, but it didn't look perfect, Janie. It has to look perfect. Okay. Um, uh, so it kept uh, being brought up during the podcast. Uh, sorry, it kept reminding me to watch it. P.S. I hope all the site stuff worked out. It will eventually. Uh, and I actually really loved it. Uh, it came off like a Netflix original vibe. The good kind, not the bad ones. Uh, now I'll just sit here and wait for you to for you to write a sequel. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have two questions for you guys, one for Matt Steele in particular, but hopefully even Matt Palmer can chime in. One, who would you cast in the Wicked theatrical movie in the leading roles? And two, we have been blessed with some great pop albums during this time in quarantine and some albums, songs that were made exclusively during this time. What artists do you think slash hope are using this time wisely to make new music? I'm secretly hoping for maybe a new Ariana album and hopefully Lord. Thanks for always delivering pop culture served right. Hashtag justice for Janelle. Hashtag BB all stars. Wow. (laughs) Taylor's got good taste. Likes Devo's, likes Janelle. I mean, um, uh, oh, who would cast in the Wicked theatrical uh, movie? I've I've feel like I said this uh, on the podcast like a year ago about. Um, but Elphaba needs to be an unknown. Not don't cast it with anyone known. It needs to be an unknown. cast Ariana. Call it a day. Cast it with an unknown. <laughs> even though Ariana's The Wizard and I is um, excellent, 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 excellent. But I feel like if you cast Elphaba with an unknown, there will be no preconceived notions, no judgment right away. That's a role you cast with an unknown. Uh, Glinda obviously dove Cameron. <laughs> I still don't know who that is, but you keep saying her, so I'm like, great. You saw her in the the hairspray live, oh. and you were like, she's excellent. Oh, good. Yeah. So you like <laughs> you like dove Cameron. I love it. I right. Well, I love dove Cameron. Um, I thought it was Dove. Oops. You. I'm sure she would accept Dove. Didn't right. you? I mean, I can cut this, Janie, if you need to. But didn't you date a man named Dove? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you dated that. a man named Dove? Yeah. I love that for you. I love like that she says, yeah, like, hasn't everyone? <laughs> yeah, who hasn't? Who are you to say? I mean, please. We've all <laughs> gone there. We've all done it. I know. So it was Dove. It wasn't Dove. No. no. Would he make a good Glinda? <laughs> Get back to me on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, she'll send him a Facebook message to see if he's interested. Exactly. Yeah. Like, can oh, he, can oh. he handle the dramatic elements of thank goodness? Because there needs to be mm. nuance there. Mm. I honestly just throw Ariana in a green vat of paint and call it a day. <laughs> you can't just call it a day when you're making a musical movie, Matt Palmer. She can do it. 
Okay. She can do it. Well, what was the second question? I'm hopeful for Lord too. I think she's mm. hopefully nearing the end because it's been a minute since melodrama. Melodrama was what, 2017? 2017. Wow. It feels like forever and what an album. Um, so I hope that she and Jack Antonoff or whoever else she's working with are working on something. I just was watching some interviews with Kelly Clarkson because, you know, why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is working on new music and she's saying that it's going to be her most personal release to date. I'm always very pro Kelly writing her own music and it sounds like she's going to be writing this one. I mean, it's during the divorce. I know, so I know which and no one's ever happy for a divorce, but there you, better be some writing. I mean, if you get on. some good music out of it, at least there's a silver lining. So on top of the stress of having a talk show, like yes. the songs are going to be, it's going to be a tense album. Raising two kids. I'm good. Oh, and I'm she's on the boys. thinking about it. I know. She does so much. Mm. Oh, she looks great too on the Zoom. I was like, damn. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I so yeah, I'm hopeful for her as well. Um, and I mean, I guess Mariah didn't really have to do anything for the rarities, but I think she's doing great. <laughs> and I'm excited for the B sides coming soon. <laughs> Janie, are there any artists you're looking forward to and hopefully they can put out an album at the end of all this? Oh, Lord was a good pick. Right? I think uh, yeah, Lord's, she's been missing. I know. And you don't know you miss her until you hear her right. name and you're just like, God. And you're like, yeah, oh, melodrama. What an album. And even though it was 100%. nominated for album of the year, I feel like people still don't talk about it. Absolutely they don't. Because it didn't get nominated for much else at the Grammys. And I don't know. I feel like it didn't have a giant hit off it. Like it was, there wasn't like a Royals moment. Mm. So people yeah. kind of overlooked it, which is unfair. I remember I yelled at all my coworkers uh, once because uh, I was talking about Lord back in like 2018. Mm. I was talking about Lord and they were just like, oh, she's still around. And I was like, yes, she just put out the, she album, just put of- out the album of the year. Exactly. So and, and of course, I yelled at everyone to listen to it. I'm sure none of them did because they're. <sighs> they're oh, children. I know. You know what can you do? Sometimes you give people, you know, all the advice in the world. They just don't take That's it. It's true. But. All right. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> is that it for the um that is it, question yes. section? Okay, great. Yes. Um God, those the, were good questions. I know. We have really great listeners. They're, they're so amazing. in tune. I know. They're they're on it, and I love that yes. about them. Um so you know, I feel like if we are nothing else, we are chivalrous, Matt Steele. Mm-hmm. And so I think we should begin the giving you moments with the queen, the amazing, the head of Bravo, Janie Stolar. Yes. What um, has been giving you moments this week? Okay, this is a Trey Randome. <laughs> I love it. I just finished the Showtime series that you can watch on Netflix episodes. Have you with watched Matt it? LeBlanc. No, with I've Matt not LeBlanc. watched it. It is so funny. It's about oh. Hollywood and like it's a bit the basic premise is that these two British people created a hit show in England. They're brought over to L.A. to create the American version. And they're like the only normal people in the insanity of the you know American entertainment industry. And Matt LeBlanc plays himself and he plays like a horrible person version of himself. <laughs> it's so funny. And I just watch the whole thing. It's perfect right now. It's not really about anything happening. Right. <laughs> and it's so good. How so many I'm seasons? Just, um, I want to say like five. They're, wow. they're short right. seasons. They're maybe like seven episodes, nine episodes sometimes. Um, and it's really great writing. And if anyone out there is interested in like TV writing or entertainment, I really recommend it. Wow. You powered through that. That's cool. I feel like you didn't start oh, that, man. you know, yeah. that long ago. Damn. It's really good. So yeah, so that's the seasons fine. must be short. Like how many episodes <laughs> yeah, are short. in a season? So they're also short episodes. They're okay. like 
less than a half hour. And yeah, I think it's like seven to nine episodes. I'm glad that both um, um, Lisa Kudrow and Matt LeBlanc found really great TV projects post Friends. Because like I the agree. comeback is it. Yes. Oh my God. I keep meaning to rewatch that show and I just I just have to. Because the thing it's, is, both seasons are amazing and they just like build on each other. It's great. Yeah. It's it, funny because both shows kind of grapple with like what it's like to be recognized for right. being on a sitcom or like to try to move on from that. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like a smarter move than what Matt LeBlanc did originally, which was Joey, which right. is like keep the character going or just pretend it never happened. Yes. And no one can see you outside those characters. You have to do something smart like yeah. that. You have to reference that. Yeah. Exactly. But the yeah. comeback was so good. Unbelievable. I mean, I always think it's wonderful when actors like you really like they, when they sort of like tell their own stories, like in, uh, in a certain way in whatever they're in at the moment, mm-hmm. like a Michael Keaton in Birdman, like how it's like the aged, aged superhero, like trying to have a comeback. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's, I just always love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that sounds awesome. All right. Everybody watch episodes and think of Janie Stoller. Yes, uh, thank you. So Matt Steele, mm-hmm. what's been giving you moments this week? Uh, mine's going to be another selfish one that's all about me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not about like some sort of art that I'm consuming or anything. So back a million years ago, before this pandemic started, mm-hmm. I had booked a role in a Netflix show. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't a big role in the slightest. It was one line on one damn episode. Mm-hmm. Oh and I was very God. excited to do it. Yeah. And in my scene was also like a celebrity guest star. <laughs> that I was really excited about and I was supposed to shoot in April clearly that did not happen so for the past six months I've literally just been like the show's getting cancelled it's not happening that show's not getting cancelled what I don't think that show would have gotten cancelled is it a new show or an existing show in it's second season Ah. it's filming it's second season so it's it's had one season I'll text you Janie (laughs) (laughs) and so I was like oh and I was like if it does continue they're gonna have to like film like under COVID scenarios they're going to get rid of all the tiny no no line people or like one line people like me and everything well six months goes by and I anticipate to never hear back from them and uh, apparently they reached out to my agent and were like hey you're filming in October so yes. I was like yes my acting career lives again it does thank you <laughs> you know what they must have seen Divas they must have seen Divas <laughs> and they're like you know what we, we need, need him. we need as the waiter <laughs> Him, that one. Yes. Yeah, the annoying that. gay that sounds like SpongeBob SquarePants. Hey, you, everyone has their lane. Yeah. And you got to know yours. Exactly. Oh, the versatility. Congratulations. I, mean, a, a, I honestly. High school in one movie, a waiter in the next. I didn't even. I mean, I guess I could have considered this changing. I never thought this wasn't happening for you. I was like, oh, really? you already got cast. Like, oh, I was convinced. And I, I was, was like, no. Nope. I can't believe you thought it was going to get canceled. Because when it comes out, we can talk about it. Because I don't want to like, you know, spill the secrets. But that show was not going to cancel. Really? No way. It okay. Got not, okay. Oh well! Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations to yes, the show. Congratulations for, uh, to that I'm show. glad it's sticking around. Uh, it's doing me a lot of good. Uh-huh. But uh, it's just—it's nice. It made me feel good because I'm just like, okay, there is a future after this pandemic. It really like, is. I will go on. Like, I don't have to cancel all my dream hopes and dreams ever. Like, there's a light yeah, the tunnel. Absolutely. It's yeah. <laughs> and in the meantime, these shows are really figuring out. I was at first very skeptical. I'm seeing just like secondhand. They're really figuring out how they can shoot mm-hmm. That's and great. get ahead of it and be safe. So it I, lately I've been also feeling a bit like, oh, there will be an industry after this. It <laughs> yeah. will be OK. Yeah, we will be OK. 
That's a a really nice message, guys. Yeah. Look at that. We will be even better if we vote. Yes. Yes. Definitely vote for not Donald Trump. Thank you. Joe Biden's the only option. If you don't vote for him, you can't listen to this podcast anymore. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, for me, I have a few. (laughs) Well, of course, Ohio was giving me moments. It's a lovely, cute place. All for Ohio. Number two, which I sent to Janie this week. um, Billboard apparently has a you know, little video series called Quizzed where they have musical artists being quizzed on things they know and love and think they know like the back of their hand. And uh, I didn't know this was a thing until Mariah Carey was Uh quizzed this week (laughs) on Mean Girls Trivia by Tina Fey. And it was just like, as a person who obviously loves Mariah Carey with his whole heart and is a upset, was obsessed with Mean Girls when it came out and has been obsessed with 30 Rock since it came out. So I'm, on the Faye train as well. It's uh. just like, what a fucking meeting of the minds. And like, I love that Tina could see that Mariah's love for Mean Girls wasn't just like surface level. She got every single question mm-hmm. right. Questions I didn't know. Like, what was uh, that guy who needed to shave his back? What was his name? She's like, oh, Jason. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was so quick on everything. But she also, of course, had a little bit of shade in there. And she's like getting all of these very detailed questions correctly. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then... One of the questions was, did Damien sing Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera at the talent show? And Ryan goes, no. (laughs) It it was another song. (laughs) And Tina goes, okay, should we just leave it there? (laughs) Like, do you know what the other song is? And she's like, oh. (laughs) And she's like, no, no, I don't remember. (laughs) I bought it, by the way. I was like, at first I was like, oh, she doesn't know the song. I mean, it was good. She did a good job with that. The thing is, she referenced the song. She ended up saying a lyric, so it wasn't completely mean, mean, (laughs) but it's like the fact that she could have been like, oh, uh, Regina George's shoelace is untied in this scene. Like, you remembered that she was singing beautiful. You know Damien was singing beautiful. I remember that shit. It was amazing. But I, again, they don't get along. It's fine. People don't always have to be friends or like get along or whatever. But Christina's and Mariah's thoughts and prayers. Exactly. She has been since, what, 06? When that whole kerfuffle happened. Um, And the other thing giving me moments and... It's giving me like a, a poignant moment. It wasn't like the most joyous thing, but I finished Normal People on Hulu um, over the weekend in uh, at in Ohio in the evening, and it's it's I think it's good. <laughs> like it's, it's it's a show that I'm still thinking about, and I cared about the characters, and my heart broke when their hearts broke, and I felt things when they felt things. It's just. It's a thinker, kind of like your Charlie Kaufman movie. Like, it's I, just like, am I happy I saw that? It gets <laughs> just because it gets so dark at like in the ha- second half of it, and it's like about like a young love and like how they meet each other at different stages in their lives, kind of thing, and like it ends in a certain way. It just it 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 was romantic and warm, but also like hard, and it was just tough to watch at points. Um, so I think that gave me moments, <laughs> but I mean, I'm still weighing my my feelings on that. If it moved you in a way, then it it's did. given you a moment. I was moved. Did you yeah. watch that, Janie? I watched the first episode, then I was like, I'm going to read the book first. And now it's been five months. <laughs> <laughs> it. I will say the TV show picks up. Um, I hear the book, you know, 
it seems like the TV show took out a lot of like just the words they would even say. It's like the mm-hmm. whole process of making the show. I was reading an article about it. It's like we were trying to cut lines everywhere just so it could be more tense and like more the audience interpretation of these like moments where there was so much breath in the scene. So maybe you're going to get a lot more out of it from by reading the book. But the 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 uh, series works and is affecting. Mm. Mm. I love it's giving you poignance. Affecting. It's giving me poignance. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but you know what's definitely giving me life? Miss Janie Stoller. Oh, we guys, did it, guys. We did it this time. I've I have been a good feeling. I've been needles this whole time. I've like <laughs> been silently praying. I don't think I was very entertaining. I was just sitting here, <laughs> no. literally cross-legged on the floor, like saying, just record, just record. <laughs> just record. <laughs> just I do it. Of you. She's looking at the wavelengths on her computer, just being like, just <laughs> exactly. keep going, just keep fucking going. <laughs> exactly. Because the worst part of it last time was that we recorded the whole thing, and then once we were like, oh, great show, great show. <laughs> and it was when I went to go save the yeah, file. That was it. And it, was, it didn't say anything other than... No, it It didn't give me information for Mm -mm. next steps and how to move forward. You just had to really figure yourself out at the end of that. It was real rough. It's been rough rough. since. So what did we do differently this time? We're just we're using GarageBand Mm -hmm. instead of QuickTime. I prayed harder. Prayed harder. And there was a practice run on Janie's end. You donated to a charity. Yeah, we started several GoFundMes in the past hour. (laughs) You you burned your sage. Yes. You, you know, sacrificed, you know, a a lamb uh, and bathed in its blood and spun around three times while chanting Elikanamanamana to Atu Elikanaman. Is that a Oh, you found the same article I did. Yeah, that tells you which do. Yes, it's my favorite book. Uh, from Wicked, from No Good Deed. Oh, I don't listen to that song. I have very few songs from Wicked that you don't I listen recognize. to. No Good Deed. No, no, no. Interesting. No, no. Okay, but um, Janie, it's been such a joy to have Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You, you guys are back. the best. Thank you for doing what you do, keeping us all gay. It, it's just <laughs> Janie, you literally write for Watch What Happens Live. Thank you for doing what you do. I know. You, you know, keep me alive. Literally my pleasure. <laughs> I don't do it for anyone else. You're like, I've never been happier. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, Jamie, where can people find you to get more info? Uh, well, I actually deleted my Twitter, so forget that. <laughs> Can't so dig up any there. shit there. there Sorry, some problematic boys. tweets. I love yeah, right. Well, Jamie's about to be on next season of Big Brother, so she's going <laughs> right, to... Exactly. She's a problematic person. They, they, they I'm coming in fresh. <laughs> but you're Jamie um, Fierce on Instagram, yes? You, I am. It's horrible there. It's, it's just lovely. like, oh, my God, oh. are we going to vote? The environment. <laughs> It's bad. Um, you gotta get into the close friends though, guys, because like that's where you get the good shit. That's if you <laughs> DM me and you're like close friends, you're in. <laughs> you're and in. I'll follow you it. back. If you, you know what? I'm not gonna plug my Instagram. I'm gonna plug. I'll follow you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, just, just send DM, me your handle. Yeah, DM your uh, handle to Janie Fierce, and she will follow you. <laughs> she will I'm, share I love on new friends. You gotta yeah. get follow up. this two gay mats listener. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if the listeners are anything like those letters. I mean, uh, they would love it. They they would get it. They're geniuses. They're all in Mensa. Anyway. As Brittany says, some people aren't going to get it, but some people are going to get it. It's true. And the two gay mats listeners, they They get get it. it. They get it. (laughs) Guys, thank you all for listening and for getting us. You can make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Gay Mats, Matt Power Music. At Matt Steele. Become a patron. Watch our videos. Also, that 18th video got taken down. It did get taken down. That's bullshit. I know. I have to find a way to sort of re-edit it to trick YouTube. (laughs) Well, well, I look forward to that. I know. You were really funny in that video because you were just like so slightly bitchy the whole time. (laughs) I think... I think I was trying to be nice, but probably grimacing throughout. No, you were, you were much more pleasant than it seemed sitting next to you. 
Oh, you know what? I will take that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, well, we'll also be back next week with more podcasts for you. So see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.